Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Overnight, mostly cloudy skies and breezy. It'll fall below freezing in the suburbs, so watch out for some black ice. Our lows upper 20s to lower 30s. Turning partly sunny on Sunday, going to be a windy day. Our highs low to mid-40s. Lots of sunshine on Monday. The winds will be lighter. Highs mid-40s. Powerful storm system brings heavy rain and high winds on Tuesday. Highs low to mid-50s. Mike Stenifer, WTOP News. 34 degrees right now outside our studios in Friendship Heights. Listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Saturday evening. Coming up, most of the rain and snow is gone, but icy conditions could make a mess of the roads tonight. A beloved dog needs special surgery after being shot. How you can help. I'm Michael Toscana. You may not mind seeing these police lights in your rearview mirror. This is Kyle Cooper. Students walking to and from school in Prince George's County will soon see more of these. I'm Matt Koufax. Did the president know the defense secretary spent time in the hospital? 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Peter King. Boeing 737 MAX 9 jets are being checked out by airline maintenance crews after an in-flight blowout during an Alaska Airlines flight. CBS is Elise Preston. The FAA is temporarily grounding and requiring immediate inspections of about 171 Boeing 737 MAX 9 airplanes after that flight's plane lost a chunk of its shell in midair, forcing an emergency landing in Portland. Alaska Airlines says it was already in the process of doing those extensive structural inspections when the blowout happened. And 18 of its MAX 9s have been declared airworthy and are back flying. The snow is coming down in Allentown, Pennsylvania, one of hundreds of inland cities and towns. Got a huge storm this weekend. CBS's Nikki Dementri is there and says they're bracing for more. A second, even more powerful storm is expected to bring ice, snow, rain, and even strong winds from Texas to the Northeast by midweek. How does a top cabinet member go to the hospital without key officials knowing? CBS's Robert Costa. We're learning more about Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's time in the hospital. Austin was admitted to Walter Reed Medical Center on January 1st for complications related to a prior elective procedure. CBS News has learned that the President's National Security Council and National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan were unaware of his hospital stay until Thursday. During part of that time, the 70-year-old was in the intensive care unit and his duties were partly assumed by Deputy Kathleen Hicks. In a statement, Austin said he's on the mend and takes full responsibility for his decisions about disclosure. As the country marks three years since the Capitol insurrection, the FBI says it's arrested three more accused Capitol rioters who've been on the run. CBS's Scott McFarland. Jonathan Pollack of Florida was accused of being on the front lines amid the mob January 6th. And for years, he has eluded the FBI. He's been a fugitive, a wanted man in this case. And shortly thereafter, two of his co-defendants went on the lam as well. All three have been arrested in Florida, according to the FBI, three years later. And they go to court Monday. Also going to court then will be NRA leader Wayne LaPierre and other top officials for their civil corruption trial in New York. CBS's Michelle Miller. The state attorney general is accusing LaPierre and other NRA executives of illegally diverting tens of millions of dollars from the organization to fund no-show contracts, luxury personal trips, and more. LaPierre denies the allegations. He also has announced his resignation from the NRA's top job effective at the end of this month. This is CBS News.
practical Riley Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 803, Saturday evening, January 6, 2024, 34 degrees. Luck for ice overnight, staying near freezing overnight. Good evening, I'm Ian Crawford. Top local story we're following this hour is the weather. Warnings and advisories from the region's first winter storm have expired. But the threat is far from over. Temperatures here expected to drop to the freezing mark and maybe below, bringing with it the threat of black ice. Sharon Ketchum with the Virginia Department of Transportation shares some tips for drivers about icy spots on the roadways. The best advice that we like to give drivers is leave a few minutes earlier. If you must travel, I mean, the best advice, stay indoors. Don't go out until we know that the temperatures warmed up and melted anything out there. But if you do have to get out in it, make sure that you Drive slower, leave earlier than you would normally leave. And uh, if you do encounter any of those, just, just keep your, your wheel straight. Stay, try to stay calm. And safety is the top priority. And so the best idea, if you see any icy spots, just drive as slowly as you can through them. And those will primarily form on the overpasses, on the exit and the on-ramps. Uh, you also have to be careful when you're just out walking, driveways, sidewalks, stairwells. Be very, very careful of ice out there as well. We will keep an especially close eye on the road conditions all night with traffic and weather on the 8s. It's 8.05 and we're learning more information about a deadly crash in Prince George's County that left a 15-year-old dead and two others hospitalized. The multi-vehicle crash happened about 12.30 yesterday afternoon near Piscataway Road and King Gallahan Court. Two teenage boys were in a Kia Sedona minivan heading the wrong way on the, in the southbound lanes of Piscataway Road when they collided head-on with a pickup. Prince George's County Police say the minivan had been reported stolen earlier in the day. 15-year-old Sean Shelton of Akakeek was believed to be the driver. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Another in the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. A man driving the other car also hospitalized, also expected to recover. A dog described as a courageous pup needs your help after falling victim to a violent attack. Here's WTOP's Michael Toscano. His name is Double, and he was rescued by D.C. police Thursday night in southwest at the 200 block of L Street. Double is a black Belgium shepherd, a companion to an elderly gentleman. He was shot in the face. Police did not release information about a shooter. They brought him to the ER at Veterinary Emergency Group, VEG, on 8th Street, where they treated the gunshot wound. But Double needs expensive surgery now from seven dollars to $12,000 to repair a fractured jaw. There's a GoFundMe page to cover that with any leftover funds going to the VEG Cares program. Go to GoFundMe and Doubles Road to Recovery. Michael Toscano, WTOP News. It's 8.06. When you see police lights in your rearview mirror, it can generally bring bad news. But in one part of the area, these police lights are ones you might not mind seeing. Patrol vehicles in Fairfax City now have what are being called cruise mode lights. Officers will run with these steady burning lights from now on while on patrol. The lights are completely different from flashing emergency lights that we're all used to. The police department says it's an effort to increase visibility and safety in the community. The strategy is being used by other police departments across the country. You can see the difference in the two light modes in a video posted on the Fairfax City Police Facebook page. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. In Loudoun County, officials will hold a public 
hearing this week to discuss raising toll rates on the Dulles Greenway. The company that owns the highway, Toll Road Investors Partnership, wants the state to boost maximum tolls for most drivers to over $8 during peak hours, over six hours off-peak. For supervisors opposed to the increase, one supervisor calling the proposed measure excessive, that public hearing Tuesday evening at Freedom High School in the South Riding. Prince George's County has a shortage of school crossing guards. Now authorities are turning to police to help fill the safety gap. Intersections and other critical points along many routes students walk to get to and from Prince George's County schools that didn't have a crossing guard before will now be staffed by uniformed police, according to the Office of County Executive Angela Alsobrooks. This new plan is in response to what the county says is a critical shortage of crossing guards. Back in December, two elementary school students were killed in the crossing walk at Riverdale and Taylor Road, which was not staffed by a crossing guard. The county also says they're embarking on an aggressive new recruiting campaign to fill these positions as soon as possible. Matt Koufax, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather in money news, what would you sacrifice in exchange for a four-day work week? It's 808. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and here's good evening to Joe Conway in the WTOP Traffic Center. Ian, we'll start off on the Maryland Beltway, Prince George's County. The crash on the inner loop was one of several near Kenilworth Avenue. We are told it is still blocking the left lane with a brief delay. You're staying to the right to get by. We can see some of it in the nearest traffic camera. They went out to look for a crash on the Adelope ramp to go south of New Hampshire Avenue. Watch for the response there. 95 had nothing to report for you. 295 southbound south of I-195. Your crash was still blocking the left lane. 270 fine both ways. It appears that eastbound 70 is dealing with some issues coming out of Hancock. Report of a closure in the stretch leaving exit 5 toward exit 18. That's about a 13-mile closure from what we were able to discern from the nearest traffic cameras, still gathering information. But you may be, at least, we are definitely stopped eastbound on I-70 after the exit for uh, exit 5. So coming out of Hancock, expect to divert. You might want to take 522 and work around because you don't have a lot of options beyond that. We're not seeing any traffic move again east on 70 until after clear spring. Westbounders don't seem to be affected. District on the ride 295 northbound near the Suitland Parkway, the crash activity under police direction with a brief delay. Went out for a crash on Eastern Avenue near New Hampshire Avenue. In Virginia, no reports of any beltway issues. 95 and 395 were good. The easy pass lanes run north. 66, George Washington Parkway, no current issues to talk about for you. We are brought to you by Fitzgerald. If you're looking for an electric car, try the new Hyundai Ioniq, Toyota BZ4X, or Volkswagen ID4. Government incentives available. Get your next car at fitzmall.com and go electric the Fitzway. I'm Joe Conway, WTOP Traffic. Your forecast for what could be a very slippery Saturday night from WTOP meteorologist Mike Stiniford. Winter storm now winding down. Still risk of some light rain or light snow before midnight. No additional accumulation. Overnight, mostly cloudy and breezy. Lows upper 20s to lower 30s. Watch out for some uh, black ice on area roadways, especially northern and western suburbs by after midnight. Becoming partly sunny on Sunday. Going to be a windy day. Highs will be in the low to mid 40s. Sunshine with lighter winds on Monday. Highs mid 40s. Rain heavy at times and turning quite windy on Tuesday with highs in the low to mid-50s. Mike Stennifer, WTOP News. 33 already in Leesburg, 37 in Bowie, 36 in Georgetown, and in many areas we are keeping an eye out for black ice on the roads overnight. All brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour with Gina Cervetti. 
This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The idea of a four-day work week created a lot of buzz in 2023 with broad support across age groups. But these younger generations, which include Gen Z and millennials, they're the ones who are basically indicating that they would be willing to do whatever it takes to work that schedule. Sarah Foster is an analyst at Bankrate. These younger generations are saying they'd do anything from work longer hours, change jobs or companies, maybe even come into the office or give up remote work and in some cases take a pay cut. Americans emerging from the pandemic are taking stock of just how they want to spend their time. But there's a disconnect between workers and their employers. Foster says ADP found that just 12 percent of employers offer a four-day work week. The momentum here, you know, I think it really relies on the job market continuing to remain strong so they have the leverage and the bargaining power to negotiate for what they want. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Gina Cervetti on W. T-O-P. Still to come tonight, why all the mystery surrounding this week's hospitalization of Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. A closer look with Politico's Alexander Ward straight ahead. It's 812. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief. America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-893-4133. That's 800-893-4133. 800-893-4133. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. It's 813. Did you make a New Year's resolution to finally get rid of that car you don't need? Start the year off right and donate it to Melwood today. Donating is free, fast, and easy. And it helps your community by supporting Melwood's job training programs for people with disabilities. To learn more, Call 1-877-MELWOOD today or visit melwood.org forward slash radio. That's melwood.org forward slash radio. From the 110 people that currently work at Rocky Gorge Animal Hospital, we wish you a healthy, happy, and safe holiday season. We're confident if everyone in the world could feel the serenity of a cold nose, warm lick, or soothing purr, they would surely act differently And just maybe the world would be a more peaceful place. Hug your pets this holiday season and enjoy some unconditional love. Rocky Gorge Animal Hospital, always here for you and your pets for the past 73 years. Still to come tonight, no one wants to get the flu, but would you do it for money? More news in 60 seconds. Stomach cancer is often misdiagnosed as acid reflux, indigestion, or an ulcer. Because of this, most stomach cancers are found in late stages when there are little to no options left for treatment. I'm not a health care provider, just a young mother who lost her husband to this cruel disease. If you or a loved one is experiencing persistent symptoms that can be really common, such as heartburn, having trouble swallowing, or indigestion, you should seek help with a gastroenterologist as soon as possible. You can also contact nostomachforcancer.org for more information. This is the story of the man who didn't know. I didn't know. 
He didn't check in with WTOP, so he didn't hear the latest. Oh, I didn't know. He didn't think that things could change that quickly. The news, the weather, the traffic. So he didn't do anything. I didn't know. He could check in with WTOP two, three, four times a day. Then he would know. WTOP News. Facts matter. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts Matter. 815, I'm Ian Crawford. Thanks for coming along tonight. We learned late this week that Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin had been hospitalized at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center since Monday night. The 70-year-old former Army general apparently suffered complications from an elective surgical procedure. What's striking is that while the public learned of it late, apparently the White House did too. Joining us live to go in depth on that is Politico National Security reporter Alexander Ward. Alexander, thanks for taking the time on a Saturday night. First question is the obvious one. When were the president and the White House National Security team told that Secretary Austin was even in the hospital? Uh, they were told Thursday evening, so a full three days after Austin went into the hospital. Uh, no one at the White House knew. That includes President Joe Biden, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. Others, even at the Pentagon, didn't know. Pentagon offices weren't aware of Austin's whereabouts. Some people uh, were told that Austin was just working from home that week. So it was a full, it was a lot of secrecy around uh, his condition. Now, have the president and uh, the secretary had a chance to speak since all this blew over? Yes, they have uh, been informed by a U.S. official that they spoke uh, j- very recently this evening. Uh, it was a quote-unquote cordial conversation. The president's looking forward to seeing uh, Austin back at the Pentagon. So if there were any speculation that Austin was going to lose his job over this, it doesn't look that way. Now, the, the, this question is an obvious one. Why the cone of silence? Have the people you've spoken with told you why this news was delayed getting to the president and uh, the national security team? It's very unclear. We don't know exactly why Austin uh, wanted this quiet. He said in a statement today that it was his responsibility. His it was that he was a, the reason for why um, you know, nothing was communicated to the public or the White House. Um, but we don't exactly know why, other than it was an elective procedure. He seems to feel that there's a lot of. Um, that he should have some privacy around his, his medical well-being. Uh, that said, if we look into Austin's history, he is long shied from the spotlight. He doesn't like uh, speaking that often to the press. He doesn't like being in the headlines. And he thinks that it also helps him wield more influence inside the administration, that if he can be, you know, keep out of the drama, then he will be able to be a more important figure inside uh, the interagency process. What are we hearing about this from the Hill? Uh, well, right now, there are, there's tons of criticism coming from Republicans. Uh, Senator Roger Wicker, who's the top Republican of the Senate Armed Services Committee, has already called for a hearing on this. Senator Tom Cotton has called for Austin to explain himself uh, promptly. A bit of silence from Democrats at this point, but I think we can expect this to be a congressional brouhaha for a bit. Alexander, thank you very much for taking the time on a Saturday night. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Alexander Ward is national security reporter for Politico and the anchor of the National Security Daily Newsletter. Quick look at the top stories we're working on tonight at WTOP. Hezbollah militants fire more than 60 rockets from Lebanon into Israel, fanning fears the Middle East conflict could be spreading. The feds ground the entire fleet of Boeing 737 MAX 9 jets after the side blows out of one plane over Portland. Three years to the day after the Capitol riots, the effect casting a long shadow over this year's presidential election. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Back to an ice-covered Joe Conway in the traffic center. We're keeping it warm in here. We'll start off on the Maryland Beltway in Prince George's County. The crash on the interloop near Kenilworth Avenue is still there along the left with a brief delay. Bit of a problem on the ramp to the Adelope ramp to go south on New Hampshire Avenue. That crash 
had the ramp temporarily stopped. The activity there with police on the scene. The 95 corridor good. Same goes for the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Where they crashed on 285 southbound south of I-195 has been cleared. 50 in Maryland, no current issues to report. 270 was good. Big problem, I-70 eastbound coming out of Hancock. Report of a closure on eastbound I-70, leaving exit 5 all the way to exit 13, clear or 8, 18, clear spring. A 13-mile closure for report of a crash. As we are still gathering information, the closest camera showing us a serious stoppage is the one just as you approach exit 5. Beyond that, we're all not seeing any eastbound traffic in the only few cameras that are in that stretch. Westbounders apparently not affected, leaving clear spring on your way toward Hancock. Driving on 210, report of a signal light flashing, malfunctioning at 228 Livingston Road. Use caution going through the intersection. District on I-295 northbound, your crash was near the Suitland Parkway. Still trying to get that cleared. You're in a delay to get by. In northwest, a report of a wreck along 16th Street near uh, Decatur Street, just south of Blagdon Avenue. Virginia, you're in good shape on the Beltway. No problems to report on the 95 corridor. And 66 was good inside and outside the Beltway. We are brought to you by Silver Diner. Eating healthier doesn't need to taste healthy. It needs to taste good. Silver Diner has more than 30 healthier options that will make you love eating healthier. Silver Diner, much more than a diner. I'm Joe Conway, WTOP Traffic. The forecast for Saturday night and beyond from WTOP meteorologist Mike Stiniford. The worst of our winter storm has come to an end. Still a risk of some light rain over the next several hours. Also could see some patchy sleet or a little bit of snow, but no accumulation. After midnight, mostly cloudy skies and breezy. Watch out for some black ice, especially across the northern and western suburbs where overnight lows will be in the upper 20s. Look for lows in the lower 30s across the rest of the region. Turning partly sunny on Sunday, it's going to be a very windy day. And we'll see highs in the low to mid-40s. Lots of sunshine on Monday. The winds will be lighter. Highs will be in the mid-40s. Now, on Tuesday, a powerful storm system comes our way. We'll see rain, which could be heavy at times. And it's going to turn quite windy. Highs will be in the low to mid-50s. Mike Stenner for WTLP News. And again, watch that driving speed and those following distances as the roads ice up overnight. 36 in Rockville. It's 34 in Ashburn. 37 in Fort Washington. And coming up on WTLP, could your nose lead you to a better memory. It's 821. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-777-1979. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-777-1979. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-777-1979. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-777-1979. 800-777-1979 or Big Lou. Dot com. It's 822. carsforkids.org. Your car, running or not, can be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Go to carsforkids.org today. 1877 cars for kids Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. 
If you're new to WTOP, welcome. This is where you'll hear news that impacts you. We are hearing about an incident in Bethesda. A storm system is moving across northern Virginia. Two crashes on I-270 with two lanes blocked. Here's the latest expert advice on college admissions. A new drug for Alzheimer's is offering new hope. If you've been relying on WTOP News for years, thank you for being a loyal listener. WTOP News. Facts matter. I heard it on WTOP. This is WTOP News. It's 823. Improving your memory might be as simple as adding something to your nighttime routine. Here's WTOP's Michelle Bash. Older people performed a stunning 226% better on memory tests just by adding a scent diffuser to their bedroom for six months and running it for two hours a night as they slept. That's according to a small study of people aged 60 to 85 who had not been diagnosed with memory impairment or dementia. About half were given diffusers with full-strength fragrance cartridges. The rest got cartridges that produced very little scent. The study was done by the University of California, Irvine, and Psychology Today reports a product based on the results is expected to be released later this year. Michelle Bash, WTOP News. The University of Maryland School of Public Health and the University of Maryland School of Medicine in Baltimore offering $1,900 to people if they catch the flu. Part of a program to learn more about how the illness spreads. The ongoing two-month study needs people willing to quarantine in a hotel with flu-infected people likely getting infected themselves. Matthew Tan is one of the study's participants. I figured this would be a good opportunity to just kind of take a look and experience whether um, how studies are being conducted so that I can make my own judgment. Now, to qualify, adults between the ages of 18 and 59 must have a cough or sore throat, a fever of at least 100.2, and a positive flu test. All volunteers will stay at the Lord Baltimore Hotel with all expenses paid. I hope that includes Kleenex. They'll also get up to 1900 bucks. There's more information at the University of Maryland Medical Center's website. Sports at 25 and 55. Frank Hanrahan, busy night tonight. Yeah, let's start with some NFL because uh, there are a couple games going on. One with importance for the uh, playoffs, Houston, Indiana. Whoever wins this one gets a uh, spot in the postseason. Not many had them making a run for it this year, but here we are. Colts and the Texans just underway, scoreless in the first quarter. Pittsburgh beats the Ravens in Baltimore 10-7. Steelers still have a chance to make the playoffs, but they need some help tomorrow. The Commanders, they just need to get a victory, perhaps for a little pride and for Coach Ron Rivera to go out on a winning note, but uh, the chances are slim. They've lost seven in a row. Cowboys, if they win, clinch the NFC East. Cowboys favored by 13 in this one. The Wizards, 6-28 and on the season, and again getting down early, 63-47 as they're now in the third quarter, but they were down by as many as 24 in that first half to the Knicks. It's a whiz in danger of losing their fourth in a row. College basketball, busy day. Georgetown a winner over DePaul. GW topping VCU on the road. George Mason a winner. So was AU. Uh, the losers were Virginia and Navy. And Maryland women had to postpone its game with Purdue today because of a uh, leaky roof. In fact, that has actually happened 